0: This reminds me of the late, great John Clayton commercial from ESPN where he does like a report and then he's laying in his bed. He's like, Mom, I'm done with my segment. He's like eating ramen noodles. That's <laughs> what so that song reminds me of. Uh, somebody says from the 913 they should play that clip before the game in the stadium and get us all hyped up. That's what I'm doing here. Like, I'm trying to poke the bear as much as possible. I'm a rule breaker. I like to step outside the line. I like to kind of kind of like to be the that guy. And that's why you're getting Colin Cowherd's egregious take on sports fans in Kansas City. Because if you are that dumb and you don't realize that every time that there is a nationally televised game and there's somebody from NFL Network or there's somebody from Pro Football Focus or there's somebody from ESPN, there's always the video. The cars are lining up and it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Game doesn't kick off till 7. We've already got that. We already have that. Hmm. Tony needs to return punts in the playoffs, 9-1-3. No. No, I don't don't think so. I don't think we need to see him on the field, unless it's a handoff.
1: Richie James has been effective at it.
0: He's doing all right. He's definitely giving you a little bit more trust. You know what I mean? Big trust, as Mark Inger once said. Big trust. Um, We are getting closer to the end of the show, which we still have a few more people to call. Uh, for the show today, this is a to me, this is a happy new year for all of you people out there because this is Miami and Kansas City. This is the uh Tyree kill coming back to Kansas City. i ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna keep this.
2: Can't say
0: the <laughs> you know he disrespects you. That he I had that weird can't little lie, laugh. Can't
2: say the <laughs> he
0: said something that rhymes with Chiefs. That I can't play on the air. That's why it's bleeped out. Here's Tyree kill. He wants to see you know. You, you know, via Club Shay podcast. I
2: still got love for all of them boys: Patrick, Kelsey, uh, Veach, Coach Kautry, E.B. I still love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just know when we, if, if we do play them, if we do see them, it's, it's showtime. Ooh! It's showtime. I need you, try, you try to go for two, three bills? Um, what I, you try to go for? You I, play? Let's just say for the sake of Army, you play the Chiefs in the playoffs. You try to go for three? They better have two people on me, that's all I know. <laughs> the cheetah the will be arriving in Kansas City or in Miami, I don't care where I be at. Check this out I, t- I talked to Andy and I talked to uh, PM, I, I talked to both of them, um, okay. Patrick Mahomes. So I'm like, so I talked to Coach Andy Reed, and I'm like, Coach, like, I don't even need to be the highest paid receiver, I just want to be taken care of, and I want to stay. You know, with Kelsey, I want to stay with Pat. I want to stay with my brother. So you had that conversation to end it. Look, I had that take conversation care of your boy, just, and you, I'm here. Just, just take care of your boy, man. Just make me 25 M's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Match me with A.J. Brown, and I'm cool with that. He was like, okay, okay, okay. So we get back. They, 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 they got it to 25 M's, but the guaranteed money wasn't, it wasn't looking right. So right. me and Drew going back and forth with that. I'm like, Drew, it's fine. Drew's like, no, we can get more. We can get more. You know how agents are. Like, of course. And that's what he should so do. So then I talked to Pat. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying the same thing. Bro, we got to get you back. We got to get you back. I'm like, yeah, bro. I want to come back, bro. Like, let's make something happen. But make the money right. But make the money right. Like, just make the, money right. like, just make the guaranteed money sound sound right. at least right, yeah. bro. Like, That $100 on. million and you give me $20 million guaranteed, that don't make sense to me. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So then, like, Miami had called. They was like, look, we just going to go all out. We're going to give you $72 million guaranteed. And then I was like, bro, I can't turn that down. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you can't do that. I can't turn With that no down. With no state income tax either. With no state <laughs> income tax. I'm basically living in my house for free right now. So. <laughs> well, he's
0: not in that house anymore. Um that's is that rude? No. It's, Everyone's safe, so you can you can do that. Yeah.
1: Right. Granted, uh, you know, I think like it's like eight bedrooms and mm-hmm. so even if a quarter of it burned down, even if half of it burned down, he's you know, still got plenty, just put a tarp up. And no no that's state right. income tax, right? None of that. Hill again.
2: It's been kind of in the news all week about your podcast that's coming out. Just kind of, right. the excitement behind that as leading up to the 10th? Oh, man, I'm very excited, man, for it to be released. You know, um, a lot of people are getting caught in, a lot of people are getting caught into the bait, you know, so it's just like a, it, it was just like a minute snippet of, of what, the like, it was just a question. You know, my co-host, Julius Collins, posed the question to me, and, you know, um, as you've seen on the clip, I didn't even answer the, clip, answer the question, you know, so it was just a question. You know, so... I just feel like for my podcast, I feel like my podcast is going in the right direction. I got people, you know, panties in a wad, you know, so I I feel very comfortable with that, you know, so I just feel like some things just needed to be said, you know.
0: Things just needed to be said. That was a year ago or almost two years ago. Now Tyreek Hill kind of went on his tirade about how he wasn't wanted, how he wanted 25 M's and then Miami called. You always wanted to stay in Kansas City. No, 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 no. Let me talk to you. Okay, let me talk to you. That is not what I ever believed. I think Tyree Kill, once he got his Super Bowl ring, house money the rest of the way, right? He's not a quarterback. He's not somebody that whose career, when it's all over and done with, is judged by rings, right? Tyree Kill is a wide receiver one. He might be the best wide receiver in football. You can have your arguments. You could say, oh, it's Justin Jefferson. You can say, oh, it's, you know, whoever. This year, there's no doubt about it. It was Tyree Kill. That was the best wide receiver in football. He was the best wide receiver in football this entire year. He is a little banged up. There is a little bit of a foot or a, 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 an ankle injury when it comes to Tyree Hill, as we've seen him in a boot. He looked a little sluggish in that game against Buffalo. Wasn't even on the final play of the game. But this is Happy New Year, Kansas City Chiefs fans, right? This is exactly what you wanted that you didn't get back on November 5th. The home game that was the opening game of the season went to Detroit. There had to be a game that was played internationally that had to give some sort of buzz. They chose Miami. That's where it went. They took Detroit for the home opener. Miami got the road game into into Frankfurt and that Germany game, which the Chiefs would win, and Tyreek Hill would be embarrassed by a scoop score fumble by a guy that he was traded a pick for in Trent McDuffie. And now Tyreek Hill gets to do exactly what he wants. He gets to play Kansas City in the playoffs, whether it's in Miami or in Kansas City. He couldn't be anywhere further from anywhere than Miami with the weather there is today. Tyreek Hill does an advantage of a lot of people. He's been in Kansas City before. He knows what the cold's like. He knows what it's like to play here. It will not be a factor for Tyreek Hill like it will be for other players named Tua Tagovailoa, people like that, or Patrick Mahomes. Not going to be phased at all. And again, we brought up Patrick Mahomes. I know the weather is bad. I know that the temperatures are plummeting as we speak. It's getting lower and lower and lower. The temperature tonight, negative 30 wind chill. Patrick Mahomes, cold as the other side of the pillow when it comes to the playoffs, right? 4,468 total yards in the air, 40 total touchdowns, seven interceptions, 91.7 pro football focus grade, and he's 11 and three. In the playoffs, his only losses have come in the Super Bowl and two AFC Championship games. And in those two AFC Championship games, D Ford was off sides. There was a blown call and a fumble that was touched by Julian Edelman. I know it to this day. I will go to my grave, believing that his thumb touched the ball. Either way, Tom Brady would win. The Chiefs, of course, would then challenge that in the playoffs, you should give each side a chance to touch the ball. They denied it. Then Buffalo loses in the 13-second game, and the rule changes. Weird how that works once the Chiefs do it, and they don't like it. Then Mahomes has probably the worst half of his career— Outside of that Christmas Day game against the the Las Vegas Raiders this season. But again, that half against the Cincinnati Bengals, not great. They lose that game. I'm sure Mahomes, to the rest of his life, would say, that's on me. I wasn't great. I was off a little bit. We lose that game. We win that game if I'm better because we still only lost that game by three points. And the other loss, his entire offensive line was depleted against Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl. So, again, Mahomes in the playoffs. There's not a lot of early exits. There's not a lot of road traveling for Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of in-house wins. 11 of those wins, nine, or I guess eight of those, are all at home. Eight and two at home in the playoffs, right, if you want to take the Super Bowls out of it. And I think when you look at this game and you think about what this game is, and we've talked every single way about this game when it comes to you know the resume game, not not overconfidence, just the resume game. And we've we've hit this stat a lot. And this was from James Palmer from NFL Network. Tua Tugai Loa 0 and 3 in his career at 40 degrees or cooler. If it were 40 degrees today, it'd be a paradise. You'd have a mai tai. You'd think pineapple would be a good fruit to eat today. Patrick Mahomes 20 and 6 in his career at 40 degrees or cooler, and 9 and 1 in the playoffs. The only one loss was that AFC Championship game against, or maybe it was the Patriots because that game was colder than hell, too. But again, 9-1 and one in the playoffs when the temperature is below 40. Again, Patrick Mahomes has a larger sample sample size because he lives and plays football in Kansas City, and that's where all the home games have been in the playoffs. But again, you look at the resume of this game. You look at what this game is when it comes to Patrick Mahomes versus Tua Tugavailoa, the most important player on the field. Another important factor in the field is Andy Reed versus Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels played one playoff game. He's been in one playoff game as head coach. They lose. It was a very, very bad, ugly situation for Miami last year, right? They had their third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Shout out K-State. Not only that, they had four delay of game calls. They burned all their timeouts before they really, really needed them because they had to make sure they didn't get delay of games. Andy Reid, 22 and 16 all time in the playoffs. A resume building sort of situation here. 12 and 7. As a head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, that is a 63% win percentage as the head coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus, you can kind of look at last week as a bye week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo played. I'm sorry. Miami played on a short week, right? They're on a short week. They're playing this game on a Saturday after playing on a Sunday night and traveling to the frozen tundra that is Kansas City. This is simply a matchup of one team that has been there multiple times, that knows how to be here and knows the situation that is Kansas City in the playoffs. And there's a team in Miami that's had one shot at it without their starting quarterback who will play today who's 0-3 in temperatures below 40 degrees. I'm not telling you to bet the house on the Chiefs. I'm just giving you the situations and the scenarios that favor your Kansas City Chiefs. And when you look across the field, Do you take Devon Achan or do you take Isaiah Pacheco? Right now, we're not talking about the future. Devon Achan might be the next sort of Chris Johnson, Reggie Bush type of running back that's just electric with speed and can just run it all over the field. Might be. He showed that a lot this year. Isaiah Pacheco, a bruiser, also has 4.35 speed. You can ask Binkley about that. He'll tell you. You know, the guy that does the Character Concerns podcast with Chris Nassero, download, listen to that. You'll get more information. You'll hear about these guys before they become Devon Achan's, Right. But again, this is not more of me being biased or me being a homer. This is more me giving you the facts that this is simply a matchup of one team that's been there and one team that has yet to show it. That is what this game is. And you couldn't have any better scenario for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're at home. You didn't travel. You're not on a short week. You're most if not almost all of your starters got a bye week last week against the Chargers and you're coming off a 2-0 and win where in two weeks ago, you were poked by the bear of the Cincinnati Bengals and maybe like you might have heard in the clip from the franchise from yours truly, you might have woken up a sleeping giant. Miami comes to town. It ain't your, it ain't, it ain't your perfect picnic weather. This is what you would consider for most to be a football weather type of game. It's cold. It's brutal. Coming up on the other side, someone who's going to deal with the cold and the brutalness is Josh Klingler of Fesco in the Morning, as he will be on the sidelines today giving you reports through in and out the game. But again, someone who's giving you a report about the game that thinks they know the Chiefs fandom, all day long, baby.
3: Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done.
0: Well, of course, it didn't take me long to piss somebody off. Cheese fans are horrible from the A16. Imagine making fun of someone's house burning down. I hope karma doesn't get you. Every player will be affected. It's negative 31. Mahomes isn't intended. Get. Just get. Come on. You know who the worst is? People that get your quotes misguided. We didn't say his house burnt down. We weren't We weren't making fun of it. We said he had a house fire this week or last week that caused a distraction. Everything's fine, so it's okay to talk about it. Never once we say it burned down. You're going to come after me with a fake quote? You better get it right. I hope karma doesn't get you. What you're really saying what you're really saying, asshat, is that you hope karma does
1: get me. It's a good Taylor Swift song.
0: Come on, man. Playoff coverage on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks, scenic views. Somebody that I love that can probably get in a better mood, Josh Klingler, who is a sideline reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. Kling, how are you today?
4: <laughs> uh, not, not as salty. Yeah. Not as salty as you are, my friend.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's course. Just, you know how it is. You know you you do these radio shows and then people like to hear what you they like to think they know what you said and then then re-say it but then it's contradicting. It is what it is. I'm, I'm I do, used to I, do it.
4: Let, I, I never thought of it till you said it. it was funny though. You're like, "No, you actually do hope karma gets me." <laughs> that's that's indeed true. That's yeah. very much true. Yeah. That's like you're you're, not... you're
0: you're literally doing exactly what you're saying that you don't <laughs> want me to do by saying I hope karma doesn't get you.
4: <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah,
0: kiss my ass. Uh, Kling, I want to get right to it. How are you preparing to be on the sideline? You have the toughest gig today, man.
4: Well, uh, it's been a a week of harsh denial, Mm -hmm. um, warm thoughts. uh, A little bit of the approach that Andy Reid had, to be perfectly honest, because I I loved his approach. He's like, yeah, it's going to be cold, but we have a job to do. Like one of those things, like Mm -hmm. if you let it become a thing, it will become a thing. And so um i think a big bunch of it is denial and then just finding every piece of clothing i own is really what it is really what it is <laughs> i I've, I've heard a number of times this week though man you grew up in iowa this 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 must be the same i'm like i haven't lived in iowa in 25 years like <laughs> i have <laughs> i have lived south of i80 or south of i70 for 20 something years you know i'm like my blood's thin just like everybody else so yes there may have been cold days and i also i didn't grow up on a farm so it's not like i was out doing chores for 3 hours yeah we went outside when it was cold to get to school and uh, and come back from school or do whatever, you know, or you bunkered in, like uh, standing outside in in this kind of temperatures and for three hours, no one's prepared for this. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's uh, absolutely brutal. Now my, my one beef, you know, I, I know that the NFL doesn't move any games or whatever. And we, wow. we saw that they're moving obviously uh, Buffalo Steelers mm-hmm. uh, to me, the biggest travesty is we should be playing right now. Like the game should be happening in the middle of the day. We have two teams that are playing in a dome that are going to be playing at three thirty today while, the Chiefs and Dolphins have to wait until seven o'clock tonight to accommodate a streaming service. Um, to me, that's, that's, that's kind of garbage. I think you tell Peacock, Hey, sorry. Um, I know the, the intention was to get you a primetime game. If you want chiefs, Dolphins, uh, you're gonna have to stream this thing at you know noon or three thirty, and 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 do that. I think that's that's my only gripe. They give everybody a chance to play in a little better conditions mm-hmm. um, right now or mid afternoon than it will be tonight at seven o'clock. I think that's that's the only thing to me that's that's, that's silly in all this. You, they knew the forecast, right? I mean this wasn't this wasn't a, a secret even last week when the when the playoffs um, uh, pairings were or time, game times were announced, and so I think they should have they should have accommodated the the cold and given everybody a chance to. To play while the, you know, you had a chance of the sun being out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is like a gimmick on the text line. I've seen this now like three or four times. They're asking if they can take hand warmers into the game. I think that's like an obvious yes, isn't it?
4: Well, yeah, and I think they've had some restrictions on the, like the battery powered stuff. But oh, I, okay. I, I thought people were saying that they were getting accommodations for that I don't know the exact rules of that, but. Um, it seems to me tonight. I, I gotta imagine there's gonna there's gonna be like, hey, do whatever you do. I'm guessing that that the, no one's gonna be as uh, as as harsh about what you're trying to to bring in to keep yourself warm. They shouldn't anyway, because this is this is pretty doggone extreme.
0: I feel as if everybody's going to be so bundled up, you know, the, the meme or the, whatever it is, where the security guy's checking those people like, whatever it is, he's just like basically like waving his arms around their body and they just keep going. I feel like that's, yeah, the that guy be... with the wand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's yeah. just like, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. What is, uh, what is your outfit today on the sidelines?
4: Um, uh, layers and layers and, and layers. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think I got the feet thing down. That's not a problem. It's the uh, it's the face and the and the, the top of the head. While I do wear headphones, I wouldn't say that they're like earmuffs necessarily. And so, yeah, it's it's keeping the head warm and, and then being able to uh, unfreeze the, uh, the the lips to be able to speak. I think may be a little bit difficult at some point today. I, I just want to. I I don't think I'll be stroking out on the sidelines or anything uh, really bad like that. But it may sound like it because I think right. after a while you just are you gonna be able to like. Speak. Had a, <laughs> Put yeah. together a coherent sentence at some point in time. I told so.
0: Bob by the fourth quarter you're going to sound like Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade giving a sideline yeah. report. Just mm-hmm, yep yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
4: yep, yep. Back to you. Uh, uh-huh. Exactly. Can I, can I come in now? Yeah. Uh, but it's it's yeah it's uh hey those of you that are voluntarily going to this thing today, more power to you because that's uh, and I'll be interested to see too. I mean, how many people have the intent of going and then you know I I wouldn't even blame you. I mean, if you if you bail at yeah. halftime or something. Um, you, you gave it a shot and you're just too dar- darn cold. I get it. So it'll be interesting to see what the atmosphere is like. As far as the play is concerned, though, mm-hmm. Dusty, I don't think either team is going to change fundamentally what they do. Right. I think we've seen the Chiefs play enough in cold weather to say, well, they're still going to try to run their offense. They're going to still try to throw the ball. Now, do you, does this give the opportunity to lean, try to lean on Pacheco and get that, get that run game going a little bit earlier? Yeah, I think it does. Uh, Miami likes to run the football um their you know best bet is to run the football to set up their passing game so i think i think fundamentally both teams will play the same or at least try to unless the conditions really get bad where it dictates doing something else but you know just a cold weather itself i don't think is going to really you know largely change what either team's going to try to do offensively and then defensively yeah uh, dana hughes calls it all the time you got to make business decisions man are you gonna are you gonna uh, just throw your arms out, or are you gonna tackle somebody? And mm-hmm. so, um, if you're if you're honed in and you're willing to to continue to put your body on the line, even in the cold and hit somebody, um, you know that'll be incumbent upon the defenses to have a little bit of focus in that regard.
0: What's your score prediction for Chiefs versus Miami on January thirteenth at seven fifteen?
4: Well, I don't think um, you know. I, I don't think it's gonna be a wild offensive game. But again, I think that I think both teams will try to do what they do offensively. So I like something in the neighborhood of twenty to fourteen. Chiefs twenty one fourteen, twenty four fourteen. I think the defense will keep things in check, and then 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 we'll see. You know, can the offense do uh, enough of a breakout? I think they get score enough to win the game for sure. But you know, I have a hard time thinking. Oh, let's let's go for you know twenty eight or or more. I think it's probably in the can you can you get the first to twenty kind of kind of deal. So. I'm kind of in the yeah twenty twenty one twenty four fourteen range.
0: Which one do you want to seal your deal with? You want to do twenty twenty one or twenty four?
4: I like I like twenty. I'll go twenty to fourteen.
0: Twenty fourteen. Kansas City Chiefs victorious, and they get two days off extra because Buffalo has to play on Monday night if they in <laughs> fact go play Buffalo, and then the chaos our, really begins.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah, let's get the Steelers to win. Why not? Just get get this thing weird after our game's over.
0: Well, hey, I appreciate the time coming on here today. I'm really happy this is a Saturday game, so you get 24 full hours to thaw out before you do fresco yeah, yeah. in the morning on Monday morning. So you'll be you'll be good to go. You'll have uh, you'll have feeling in your extremities after uh, after Sunday afternoon when you've had you know enough chili to uh, to kill an entire horse. I'm sure or some sort of warm food. And I'm again, I know you're from Iowa, but I doubt your mom ever made you do a, a rough draft speech outside in negative temperatures in the front yard. So yeah,
4: not not really. I'm hoping that uh, yeah, Monday's show includes uh, ten fingers and ten. So, That's right. Well, then we'll be all right.
0: Well, stay safe out there, Kling, and thanks again for hopping on. You bet. You bet. Josh Klingler, voice of Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter, that is. Layers, 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 layers. 20 to 14 is Kling's prediction.
1: I just want to see someone walking around like mm-hmm. the kid from A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little brother. Yeah. He was just all like.
0: Just puffed straight out. Straight
1: arm, and he can't even move his arms down.
0: That'd be me, man. I'd have. I mean, I was trying to think about what I would wear if I went to this game. And I think I was telling myself, I'd have long underwear. Well, I'd have underwear, long underwear over that, probably um like a pair of like joggers over that, sweatpants, and then jeans with two layers of socks. Would your jeans fit? Oh yeah, we'd make them fit. (laughs) I guarantee it. And then I would probably have a long-sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt with a hoodie. With a jacket, with a scarf, with a beanie, with gloves. and I think I'd be okay. I think. I don't want to try it. I just think I'd be okay. Because right now the temperature is 6, and it feels like it's negative 14. It's 12 o'clock. It's 12.30 in the afternoon. That's where we're at right now. Coming up on the other side, the producer of Fesco in the Morning, who has the sweet sexual sounds, a B Dub. We'll get his prediction. We'll see what he's cooking up because I'm always interested with his game day spread. Plus we'll dive in at 1245 on the other games that are involved within wild card weekend. We give you more news on Buffalo being moved to Monday night, what that means for everything else. And of course, remember this chiefs fans
3: arrowheads considered one of the loudest stadiums in America college or pro it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. Playoff coverage
0: on a Saturday with the likes of myself, Dusty Likens, and Quentin as well as you're listening to After Hours on a Saturday. NFL playoff coverage on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views. From the 913, my daughter and I watched the, what is it, the After Tomorrow, the World After Tomorrow, is that what that movie's called? That's what they said, to get ready for this game. From the 913, I have a battery-powered heated socks and cordless battery charger for my phone, and the metal detectors never go off at the game for me. Somebody else says, Dusty, don't worry about that text, obviously that idiot doesn't listen. You are always telling people to do nice things for people, block that (laughs) douchebag. (laughs) I love the text line. I do actually do love the text line. Somebody says, you can't bring in hand warmers, just heat up two potatoes and stick them in your pocket.
1: Shout out to baked potato girl. No doubt. You like her? Oh, well, she, uh, for our Super Bowl party, Mm -hmm. I told my parents and friends that were coming over, I was like, now we have to do a baked potato, like, you know, lineup now. Okay. And we did it like a baked potato bar. That was awesome. Look at you. And uh, took a picture, tweeted it out, got a retweet. Oh. Made my well, it made Slide the start into of the those day. DMs, huh? Then the then the Chiefs won, and I was like, "Man, two victories in one day!"
0: There you go. Could have had a third if you asked her out in the DMs. You know who has a lot of victories in their DMs? B Dub, who joins the show now, Mr. Williams. How are you today?
5: Man, after hours on a Saturday, I love it, Dusty. What's going on, brother?
0: Not much, man. Uh, Enjoying the fact that I'm inside as I'm watching just a continuous winter wonderland. I didn't know it was going to continue to snow like it is right now, but should be done here in about the next 20 minutes. So I'm okay with that. But uh, how are you on this lovely Saturday day off? Chiefs football vibes going throughout the city of Kansas City.
5: Man, I'm good. You know, I've got out a couple times already today. Had to take the daughter to dance, doing the dance dad duty thing. Now Mm. checking out. Some Premier League action. My Man City—they're uh, losing to Newcastle right now, two to one. So we got to get back on track there. Other than that, I'm chill. You know, it's nice and cozy in the house. It feels great.
0: Yeah, it's a good wool sock or fuzzy socks, sweatpants kind of day, and just let the let it just kind of take off.
5: Yes, absolutely. You
6: know.
0: um I'm always interested because it is a game day. It is playoffs. I assume that you always elevate your uh, your food uh, making. So I'm interested what is going on in the in the beat up household today. Is there any sort of game day spread or is this uh, are we doing like kale salads now that you're a skinny guy these days?
5: Well, for the most part, yes, we do a lot of the the salads and everything, and I try to stick to uh, my slim for life plan now down over ninety seven pounds. Nice so we're cut. doing good there. But uh, today, we're going to, in, in honor of the dolphins and the fish and everything, we're going to do some beer-battered fish with some uh, a Tank 7 beer um, beer batter that we're going to do some cod with mm. a spicy slaw and then a garlic aioli. Ooh. And we're going to chow down on the fish.
0: The way that you said aioli kind of makes me have to sit in my seat for a little bit longer. I'm not sure I can stand <laughs> up right <laughs> you
5: now you got to let it breathe you got to let it breathe it's a garlic aioli
0: how do you rank what are your top three fishes to eat
5: um well of course i love catfish Mm uh good good spot there off of blue ridge um called fish city great place they do it right uh i like i i've grown accustomed to cod now Mm. you know with being on the the slim for life plan and do a nice little with some rosemary and thyme, a little lemon zest. is mm, phenomenal. Stop it. And then uh, salmon. I'm always good for a bourbon glazed salmon throw on the smoker. Damn right. And, uh, you, you know, in the Williams household, I never get a piece of it because, yep. you know, the girls eat it all. So
0: That's yeah. why, that's why your, your boy had to be Captain to Save a Salmon for you that one day. I, fe- Man, I felt, I I felt
5: re- that pain. <laughs> and it was so good, too, and I truly appreciate you. I and appreciate I, they that. got none of it.
0: Yeah, that's right. That goes to Big Daddy, Big Daddy Doug. Hey, how do you uh, – you've watched a lot of Chiefs games. You were, you were like me. You, you remember the 90s. You remember the early 2000s with the Dick Vermeule teams, and then you've all of a sudden become accustomed to what we've seen in the past. How do you see this game going today with the temperatures and the conditions with Chiefs versus Dolphins? Uh, what's b Up's take on this game?
5: Uh, Got to control the line of scrimmage. Um, the, the offensive line has to play clean. Jawan Taylor has to have a good game. Creed, Tooney, Smith, they have to have um, a solid, no stupid penalties. And they have to be able to run the ball because that's the way they're going to be able to win, leaning on their defense and being able to control the clock with the running game, pound Pacheco, use C E H when you need to, and then run the play action off of that. Kind of like back in the old days with Marty Ball, set that, that play action up off the run, use Kelsey, um, use rice when you need to, and then just just control the game. Defense has to have a solid performance. That same energy that Chris Jones had last week, trying to get that sack. That's the energy that this defense is going to need and feed off of. So, Snead and McDuffie can shut down the wide receivers, and they're going to have a, a, a tough task ahead of them. You know, with the Dolphins running it. Dolphins ain't no punk with that run. So they're they're going to have to um, they're going to have to saddle up and be ready.
0: What's the score prediction from beat Well, if you heard
5: on the show on Friday, it's 35 nothing Chiefs, You know, but that's normally what we normally do, and that's kind of why we got kicked off the Royals uh, prediction things is none of our predictions came right, and we got fired. But uh, real prediction, um, I would say 28-14 Chiefs.
0: 28-14, so you like a little bit more points than everybody else.
5: Yes, I, I think that uh, the Chiefs will assert themselves at some point. Uh, they're going to knock the Dolphins at the mouth. Dolphins aren't going to want to be there, you know, much less any regular human being right. out there right now. But, uh, yeah, I see twenty eight fourteen. Beat B-Dub, it seems like
0: a good bourbon day. I'm sure there'll be something in a glass for you as well as, uh, as Big Daddy sits back and watches this game and maybe think about some sort of pie for dessert.
5: And you know this, and I'll toast one for you, Dirty Wolf.
0: That's right. That's right. Hey, take care. Enjoy the game. Be safe. Enjoy the family and all the things that come with it on a Saturday, and then we'll get back to you on Monday morning when you get DJ on the show at 730.
5: Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me on, brother. Have a good one.
0: You bet. Beat up twenty-eight, fourteen. Liking the points. He likes a little bit more points than everybody else, right? Going over that threshold. That, that 40, what, 42? 42 points. That's what he likes. Still not hitting that over. I think that that's the safe bet today. We'll give you my parlay at the end of the show. Uh, if you want to tack along with that, but I like that. I like the, the battle of the trenches. This is one of those games, man. Like this is that game where the guy sits on the sideline, there's steam coming off of his bald head. This is one of those games like we mentioned earlier. Like when you saw the old NFL films, like it's 1960, it's Lambeau field. And the temperature was 12 below. That's what this game is, man. This is a game of who can out tough who. And I understand that Miami's a good football team. I understand that what the chiefs are. We've seen this team and he said, it. you got to stay mistake free. There's a lot you can take away from the regular season and a lot you can give away from the regular season. But one thing that we know the Chiefs have been this year is they've been turnover-friendly. They've been hurt by their own self-inflicted wounds. You are now in playoff football. The play on the field doesn't have to continue into the playoff system, but... There is some of it that needs to be taken away, and that is the turnovers in the football game. I trust Isaiah Pacheco to hold on to the football. I trust Rasheed Rice to catch the ball and take yards after the catch, especially in the conditions of today. You don't want to tackle somebody like Rasheed Rice when it's cold or when he's getting in the open field, that tough, strong speed. That's one of those things. And the offensive line that's beat up for Miami, the offensive line that is not really beat up for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Juan Taylor can't have any of those crucial false start penalties or those, you know, the jump the line early that kills a big play that can really, you know, kind of throw the mindset out because look, I believe the chiefs, just like in the movie men in black, they took the little memory eraser. That was a regular season. That was us for the regular season. We know who we are, what we are and how we can do things in the playoffs. Let's go be that team. And when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes who has the experience, you have a guy like Isaiah Pacheco who was really ramped up last year towards the end of the season and into the playoffs who we saw a really good game out of against Cincinnati. You take that sort of playbook. You kind of keep it clean. Don't have forced turnovers that can really hurt your drives and get points on turnover. You can get turnovers against Miami. Miami will turn the ball over at least twice. Where you get those points from on those turnovers is very, very key. And I know you hear that a lot from experts that talk about the NFL. You got to get points off turnovers. In the playoffs, it is a must. I don't care if it's three. If you're up seven to three and they turn the ball over, you get a field goal and you get a and you get a field goal, make it 10 to 3, you're giving yourself that much better of a chance to sustain your great defense and make this game a little bit more favorable for you, which I think we can all agree has been pretty favorable so far this day because of conditions, because of travel, for all of those reasons in general. Coming up at one o'clock, it is basically Cody and Gold joining our show. Cody, Gold. Drew, we'll get into their their, predictions and all that as we do this every year. We've almost got everybody taken care of. There's just four people left. Cody Tapp, Alex Gold, Drew Nixon, and then we finish the show with the man, the myth, the legend, Jay Pinkley. But coming up on the other side, we get into some more playoff games that will be involved. Now we get two games today, two games tomorrow, two games Monday. You ask yourself why there's two games Monday? Because if you're just now in your car, you haven't heard or you don't have Twitter or X or anything like that, Buffalo-Pittsburgh has been moved. It's been moved to Monday. Travel conditions, trying to be safe, I get it. That game will be played Monday at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 here, as well as Philadelphia and Tampa Bay on Monday night. Tomorrow, obviously, you have two games, and then today you have two games starting at 3.30. We'll dive into all those, give you their lines and everything there is for them. But again, I continue to throw fuel onto the fire. Arrowhead's
3: considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done.
0: Definitely doesn't look like hell outside. looks like hell froze over. This song will probably date me a little bit, but this song always reminds me of when I was a kid, we'd go to Royals games. Um, we always got there early, my dad and I would. And uh, they would always uh, do the throw around the diamond before the, like, while the pitcher was warming up. And this was just always the song they play. And I remember I, when I was younger, I was like, Dad, who is this? He's like, that's Tom Petty. I was like, I think I like Tom Petty. He's like, you do? He's like, well, I have his greatest hits CD if you'd like it. And I listened to it for probably three weeks straight. I was listening to that, like Mary Jane's Last Dance, uh, Free Fallin', even The Losers. You Got Lucky, I think, is my favorite Tom Petty song. I know for a fact that's my favorite Tom Petty song. You Got Lucky. You got lucky, babe, when I found you. How true that is to all you ladies out there that got lucky to meet me at one point in your life. Look at me now. Pissing the text line off with the first text on there. It just says F Colin. That's what we're trying to get to, man. He's calling your fans out. He's saying you won't be loud today. The hell you won't. You know what makes people warm? Yelling at sporting events, not in houses, none of that, but like at sporting events, yelling, I think
1: can warm you up. Well, you're better off like moving than just sitting in, sitting in the chair. I mean, uh-huh. those chairs are going to be cold. You're I wouldn't off. sit. There's yeah, you're, no way in hell I'm sitting. You're better off standing, moving around. Uh-huh you know do it in case you want to know how cold it was
6: well tom it's uh it's pretty it's pretty cold and it's a balmy 13 right now which is why i don't have a hat on tomorrow we're going to negative 4 with a feel of negative oh 30 that might be the first time i throw in a hat in my 9 years at NFL Network reporting a lot of the games here at a cold Arrowhead Stadium. And the wind, which I don't know if you guys can kind of hear it. we got tremendous audio equipment here, so you may not hear the wind. But 30-mile-an-hour gusts kind of today and tomorrow. And I'm being told that's kind of the biggest part of all of this is that gripping wind through here. Now, nobody will say it publicly, but the Chiefs do believe because of this weather they have an advantage. They practiced outside this week. They wouldn't have done it every day, except the first day they wanted to practice on Tuesday. There was still too much snow here in Kansas City, guys, but Andy Reid had them out there on Wednesday and Thursday. Now, all the Dolphins players, some of them obviously have experienced cold weather. This is pretty cool. This game, if it gets to negative four, will be the fourth coldest game in the history of the NFL, replacing the 2008 nfc championship game at lambeau field between the packers and the giants remember that's the one where Tom Collins face was like freezing off well all pro fullback alec ingold was at that game he told me as a fan he said he was all layered up in the bleachers wow. at lambeau field and he said if i can get through that game as a fan he told me i can move around and get through this game as a player
0: so that's James Palmer of NFL Network letting you know about today's playoff game. There are other playoff games being played as uh, the weekends will unfold. Obviously, the first game today, um, Cleveland at Houston. Right now, Cleveland is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Quentin, I'm kind of interested in this game because there is a little subplot storyline that is, well— Quite obvious, right? Houston, Deshaun Watson, Cleveland gives him all the money in the world to be their quarterback. He's not playing. Joe Flacco is, right, the backup, who has a chance that if he can win this game could possibly go to Baltimore, and then big storyline there, obviously. But Houston, rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, at home, fought like dogs to win that division. They finally did. Jacksonville really just kind of crapped the bed towards the end of the season. Trevor Lawrence gets hurt in and out of the games, and Houston slides in, uh, to that fourth seed in the AFC South. Houston, two, point, two and a half point dogs at home. I normally don't like road favorites. I still don't know where I lean in this game as we are still about two and a half hours away from that game kicking off. But you look at this game, Cleveland and Houston, who do you like when it comes to the Texans versus the Browns? Because I like Houston
1: for some weird reason. I like the CJ Stroud story. Oh Well, I'm on Cleveland side. Okay. I think the, the best comparison that I heard, and just follow me here, that the Cleveland is a lot like the 2015 Broncos, mm-hmm. where you have a very physically limited quarterback, mm-hmm. but just a defense that can play anywhere, anytime, and is strong on all three levels. And uh, while I called uh, Joe Fluco mm-hmm. is the nickname I've given to him, because yeah. his whole career has been a fluke, oh. and he continues to be a quarterback that makes insane, stupid, dumb decisions, despite the fact that he's 57 years old. Uh. So... What did he do to you? I just, I just, you know, telling you how it is. Okay. Joe Joe Flacco pretty good is not this a year. great He's five and as a starter, and um, despite that, I think that defense is going to carry them. And I don't think that Houston. We mm-hmm. saw how they struggled against the Colts, which is not a great defense by any means. Okay. So, and when you see how they struggled against the Jets, their defense earlier in the year, C.J. Stroud didn't even throw for a hundred yards. Okay. So. I'm with Cleveland there, and it's not because of the offense. It's because that defense is legit. So your boy, Joe um, been pretty good. He's thrown for
0: 300 yards in every single game except one. He's thrown for at least three touchdowns in every single game except one. Now he does have four, six, seven picks. There you go. But he has five, seven, ten. He has 13 touchdowns in five games, and he's 5-0 in those games, beating the Rams, Jaguars, Bears, Texans, Jets. So again, I don't know, but they are 2.5-point uh, favorites going to Houston in the playoff game that starts at 3.30 today. Chiefs-Miami is the second game. Chiefs are minus 5. I don't like the Chiefs to cover, um, but I like the Chiefs to win. I think this game is along the lines of, we'll get there a little bit later, like a 21-17 to 17 uh, a 24 to 20, somewhere along those lines? Are you comfortable with the Chiefs games as we get closer and closer? Are you finding yourself more and more comfortable or are you just still kind of standing pat where you've been the whole time?
1: I think I've I think I've always been on the Chiefs side, mm-hmm. uh, but I think at the beginning of the week, I was only going to be using the edge of my seat when watching this game, but now I think I'll be laying fully back. I just don't think the the weather works well for them. Plus, I mean, they have three edge rushers that were sitting on their couch mm-hmm. a month ago. And now you're expecting them to come in and play against good offensive line and an offense that's tricky. And I just don't think that that works out well for him. And if you can't get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, I don't care who's catching the ball because you're going to be able, he's going to be able to make plays out of the pocket. He can run the screen games going to be good. That's sort of what I'm expecting. There you go. Buffalo Yeah, weather and defensive line for the dolphins,
0: Buffalo Pittsburgh now moved to Monday, Buffalo a nine point favorite against those Pittsburgh Steelers. That will be with Mason Rudolph. Uh, guiding the sled in that game uh, with the snow and everything that was involved. It's now moved to Monday at 3.30, our time 4.30, Buffalo. Pittsburgh without T.J. Watt. Uh, I don't know if I like minus nine for Buffalo just because of it's still going to be freezing cold. There's still going to be inclement uh, sort of situations going on in that game, uh, being the fact that it's going to be just one day removed from 65-mile-an-hour winds and just gusting snow everywhere. You like Buffalo to cover, or do you like Buffalo just to win?
1: I like Buffalo just to win. Okay. I think the Steelers have put up a tough games basically every week. There's been a few times middle of the year where they got blown out, but I just think that a Mike Tomlin team just doesn't, to me doesn't seem like the kind of team that gets blown out in the playoffs.
0: Right. TJ Watt being gone is a, is a huge mishap there. Uh, Then you get Rams uh, at Detroit. This is the game that I'm secondly most interested in. When you look at this game, that is Matthew Stafford coming back home to Detroit as the Rams quarterback. And he's, a three-point dog, right? Detroit plus three, uh, in or minus three in this game. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, to me, are the most dangerous team in the NFC. I understand. I know San Francisco is the one seed. I know what their offense is, but I know what the Rams offense is. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, Matthew Stafford, that arm is finally healthy. That defense is still, uh, it's got Aaron Donald on that team. That defense is still noticeably decent. Uh, and with that team clicking at all the right times, with the weapons that Stafford has at two receivers and a solid running back, in Kyron Williams, from St. Louis, by the way, um, I like the Rams. They're very sneaky. They kind of give me the Buffalo Bills vibes where they're the team that you get into the playoffs where you're like, there's one team I don't want to play. It's that team. I do like the Rams to cover uh, plus three in this game. I think I have the Rams winning this game against Detroit when I talk myself into it.
1: I've got the Rams outright winning this game. I think one of the smaller stories of the year has been that the Lions' defense really isn't that good. If you can stop Aiden Hutchinson from, yeah. they have nobody That's else. It's a big to, ask. You can, yeah, but if you only have to dedicate to stop one guy, you know, if it hasn't worked all year. So I, that that defensive backfield for the Lions isn't very good, and you have, you know, if not the best rookie wide receiver of the class, definitely a conversation about yeah. him. And then you've you've got Matthew Stafford who can throw the ball down the field. Uh, I'm just a big believer in the Rams offense over the Lions defense. I've got the uh, Rams out white winning.
0: Okay, there you go. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay on Monday night as well with the uh, game that will be played Buffalo-Pittsburgh. No A.J. Brown for Philadelphia. Philadelphia currently was uh, a minus two-and-a-half point favorite in Tampa Bay with Baker Mayfield and all the house money uh, as they win the NFC South, get into the playoffs. Baker Mayfield get that $1 million bonus I feel like the time probably runs out for Tampa Bay, but I don't think Philly goes anywhere after this game. I think Philadelphia is too broken, too beat up. I don't know what's going to go on with Sirianni. I know that he had the you know the the locker room issues. He's what one and two and five since doing the whole. You like that Chiefs fan? See ya. You know they win their Super Bowl in November against the Chiefs in Arrowhead when the season still had many many weeks to go. They find themselves playing a Monday night at Tampa Bay as two and a half point favorites. You like Philly? You like Tampa?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to take the bucks because Jalen Hurts can't throw the football because that AJ Brown being out, I think is big. Um, That defense is bad for the Eagles. That defensive backfield is horrible. It's one of the worst in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And I know that Baker Mayfield isn't an all-star and Mike Evans, you know, isn't, the best wide receiver in the league. But we've seen this time and time again throughout this whole year. Baker Mayfield will lob a ball up to Mike Evans and he gets a 60 yard gain. Right. And or a pass interference to drive the ball down the field. You only need a couple of those, a couple of those deep passes. And I think that you can against the Eagles defense.
0: Fair enough. That is the playoff roundup the games. Again, Cleveland Houston, Cleveland minus two and a half, Kansas City, Miami Chiefs minus five. Buffalo, Pittsburgh as of now, the game now Monday. Buffalo minus nine, Dallas versus Green Bay, Dallas minus seven, Rams, Detroit, Rams are plus three or Detroit the favorite, minus three, Philly at Tampa Bay, Philadelphia minus two and a half, please, for the love of God, let Green Bay beat Dallas,
1: please. That'd be so funny. Oh,
0: you'd see Mike McCarthy fire before the game was over. Like, if it was a kneel-down formation, Jerry would walk his old ass down to the sideline and just be like, you're gone. Oh,
1: he's got a he's got an elevator to take him to the sideline.
0: Yeah, well, either way. He's From getting, his suite to the sideline. Yeah, he'll be down there. Coming up on the other side, we get into the Cody and Gold hour of the show where we will get Cody, Alex, Drew, and then Binkley. Uh, At the end, since he's basically been Alex Gold for like the last, I don't know, three and a half weeks off and on for that show. We'll get all their predictions, what they think. We've got an hour left of a playoff edition after hours on a Saturday that's brought to you by our playoff coverage, which is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views here on 610 Sports Radio. That was Quentin that you heard. I'm Dusty Likens. This is After Hours, and you're listening to 610 Sports Radio.